0: i got a beard i like your beard i'm so glad you approve yeah right grizzly adams had a beard grizzly
1: adams did have a beard got me a beard a man he had a beard got me a beard yes i got st damien's
0: beard, beard. This is Jonathan from California. And Mike from Indiana. And you're listening to the Bible Beardcast. Woo! Hooray, (laughs) Bible Beardcast. Uh, So it's been a little while since we've talked, even though uh, we've had episodes going. Um, I went to Mexico, I built a house. We did a remote podcast with Alfonso from Mexico. So, uh, what's been going on with you the last couple weeks? busy times. Yeah.
1: yeah, just uh, you know, ministry and family and those sorts of things. Um every day's different and every day's full and you you go one day to the next, you don't really remember what happened the day before,
0: <laughs> but you keep moving, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like you uh, you trimmed your beard out a little bit. You you, well, thin- I, you thinned it up? I did. <laughs> I do a little bit here and there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think uh, I took a picture. uh, I think I posted on my Facebook of Alfonso when we were in Mexico, and uh, he's got like this full, thick black beard. I'm like, oh man, that's so awesome. I don't think I could grow that. And it's like, he's working. He was on the roof. He was like sweating. Like sweat was dripping off his beard. It was like like beard (laughs) nectar. Probably like you know cures diseases if you bottled it. And yeah. Uh,
1: that was an impressive
0: so, beard. For sure. It was. It was very. And, and Brent, uh, Brent's not shabby either. The other, the other guy that was our co-host, he, he, uh, mm-hmm. he's a you know construction guy. He does construction. He's got, he's kind of got the it grows just on the bottom part. So he's got like yep. the long bottom part. I can't remember what he, he called it. A Billy Goat beard from uh, yep. whatever. What episode was that? One point five or something? No. Yeah, one point five. This is episode three. I yes. hope. Because if it's not, then I'm going to have to edit that out because... No, it is. Yeah, episode three. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, um, well, a lot of stuff's gone on since I got back from Mexico. And this is uh, our last podcast recording from California, which is happy and sad. Kind of both. The whole thing kind of happy and sad. But uh, we are packing up illustrated faith and our family and we're moving north to Washington and uh it's uh it's we've been there before I I lived there when I was in the military and we lived there one other mm-hmm. time I worked at a church and uh it's a good move for us I'm looking forward to uh a little quieter you know the I went last week I was at I was up there I drove up there to uh look at our house and get my girls all situated for school and in our backyard, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna do a podcast from my backyard because, like, all around there's like trees on one side, and it would just be really cool to be outside recording a podcast well, before it starts raining. Of course, you know.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: can you get that mountain in the background too? <gasps> Mount Rainier. You know what? If I get that job at that church, that like there is a huge picture window in the church that faces Mount Rainier. So I will definitely, for uh, for those of you who watch our podcast video on uh, on YouTube, um, uh, Bible Beardcast, is our YouTube channel, uh, you'll see some of those. For those that listen, uh, well, go check out the YouTube channel, I guess. <laughs> We're kind Imagine of, it in your head, I yes, guess. Yes, it is a big, beautiful mountain. And I remember from the first time I lived there that it is so, like, prominent. Like, there's different places you drive mm-hmm. around and like even like the towns and stuff, and you'll come you know around a corner and it's like "Oh, Mount Rainier. So uh, I'll definitely yeah. do that. And then uh, maybe in the winter time you can like bundle up in your Eskimo suit in Indiana and you can like do a podcast from like you know your backyard. And be like this is a mic I was gonna
1: say we have. We have a picture window at our church, uh, but it just overlooks a cornfield, so I don't know how All impressive right. that would well, be. But. Well,
0: maybe the same episode, I, I I'm have the mountain in the background. Maybe I can like have it so I'm like, mountain, and then <laughs> you can have like cornfield or something. I don't know. All right. We'll have to decide. So, that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. So um, I was interviewing a church, uh, a couple churches, and uh, one of the churches um, I went to, uh, or the church I went to on Sunday... He was talking about uh, Abraham and uh, in, in in the spirit of odd Bible stories is kind of what we like to talk about on the Bible Beard Beardcast, mm-hmm. besides, you know, our, our, uh, our incredible beards, which actually oh. I have a funny beard story, but let me, let me, uh, maybe I should talk about that it, first. Oh, all right. I was going to say, finish your thought or come well, back. My, okay. my thought is going to go into our, our topic. So I'll finish. So before I went up to Washington, I had made an appointment with my barber. This mm-hmm. guy from Australia, he's super funny guy, and he did, you know, a great job with, with the beard, and he, like, you know, really, like, looked at my face and, like, snip, snip, <laughs> and then, like, snip, snip. And uh, so um, I made an appointment because I was like, I'm going to look, you know, clean when I go up there. So I, I go mm-hmm. to, to show up for my appointment, and the lady that owns the the barber, the, the, um, the shop, she's like, oh, yeah, he, he's not here anymore. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, no. What are you talking about? I made an appointment. He's been here, and she's like, "Oh yeah, no." He decided that he wanted to see more of the country, so he left to travel the country. And I was like, oh. "So what'd you do?" Well, and then, uh, well, I didn't mention the name of the shop, so we're we're fine. I don't want they're, they're a good shop. They have a lot of good things going on. And then they he she showed me. He's like, "Oh, we have this other guy who can cut your hair," and and he looked seriously. He looked like. Maybe 17, 18. Mm-hmm. and I was like, I think, oh uh, wait, I think it'll be good. <laughs> so uh, actually, there's someone. I need a guy who it. can grow a beard to do my beard, right? That's that's a little bit what I was thinking. Yeah. So uh, there's actually a girl from my high school that I graduated with, that I knew was a barber, and uh, I was like, man, but I knew she was like super busy. So I te- I messaged her, uh, Facebook messaged her, and I was like, hey. I got an interview, you know, I was wondering if you might be able to, to fit me in and, and so I mean, it was awesome she was able to fit me in. And she actually did like a like warm um shaving cream on my cheeks and mm. on my neck and she used a razor. I was like, Oh, that that's nice. I like that. It's like like a really? straight razor. Yeah, straight razor. She's like whipped it out like, mm. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. Yep. What's gonna happen? But um for my brother's bachelor party or before he got married, we went and we all got straight shaves. From, from her. Mm. And uh, and I, I mean, when I was in the military, I used to go, you know, get it shaved like halfway up my head with the straight razor. They, they only cut me like twice.
1: But, so, I had a uh, flat top once and yeah. so I yeah. had a straight razor. I mean, obviously, that hasn't, it's been a while. Really? I can't stop my it hair tell. now, but, yeah. so <laughs> but uh, I did it one time and I, yeah, I thought
0: I was losing skin when it was happening. But, yeah, I was like, <sighs> yeah, that was, that was, um, so, uh, <laughs> Anyway, so back. So that's my that's my beard my beard story uh, for the Bible Beardcast, and uh, it was it was great. I'll link um, Melissa. I'll link her shop in our in our podcast in our notes because oh, yeah. she's pretty awesome. And if you're in Sonoma County and you know you need a good a good shave or uh, a good haircut, she's she's mm-hmm. pretty good. So, anyways, back to Abraham. <clears throat> we're back to the church. So they're talking about Abraham, and as he was talking about Abraham, I I mean I know the story of Abraham, and I know parts of it. But thinking about, you know, because we we were talking, we were trying to get a podcast going, you know, trying to record when I was up there. It just never happened. And so I was thinking about that. I was like, huh, I wonder if Abraham would be a a good story or or, or an obscure story we could talk about. And it's not super obscure, but I think it's funny. And I think it's kind of like if you think about that culture compared to this culture, I mean, obviously, there's obviously lots of cultural differences, but it's just funny to think about. So, um, so Abraham. He, uh, they were traveling, right? They decided to go to mm-hmm. to Egypt, and because there was a famine, and uh, he knew his wife was like top notch. Like he knew that he had, you know, gotten a good wife there, and he was like super excited about her, uh, so much so that he didn't want anyone to steal her. He was he was like, okay, we're going to this land. Mm. Uh, she's so beautiful that someone could just be like, I'm taking your wife, and I'm cutting your head off. So his brilliant idea was to tell everyone that she was his sister. And I'm thinking, okay, well, she's probably, she probably understands the, you know, the cultural, like I'm, you know, she's probably thinking, yeah, I'm, I don't want to have to go off of some strange guy and my husband get killed. But I wonder if there was more of a conversation between them. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
0: like, what do you think that that conversation would like in your mind? What do you think that conversation would go? How would it go?
1: Yeah, I mean, that that seems like it's uh, totally his idea, and I'm wondering, you know, if it's one of those. Do you ever do you ever have you ever that conversation with your wife where you're like, okay, this is what I'm thinking, and you're thinking something so let's say it at the same
0: time you know and yeah but this doesn't seem like one of those does it no this is like no a, she would say like i'll hide in the tent and he says you're my sister let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we'll say it at the same time <laughs> that, that, that'd be pretty funny so here I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna read it so it says uh it's uh in genesis and actually i think last time we were in the old testament weren't we we talked mm-hmm. about you know, we were doing nehemiah for one of the episodes so he says uh uh, is about to enter Egypt he said to his wife Sarah and I think he was trying to like give her a uh, you know it was obviously a compliment he said I know I know what a beautiful woman you are and when the Egyptians see you they will say this is his wife then they will kill me and let you live pretty much like you're such a hottie they're gonna kill me because of that and yep. uh, so you are say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. So that might have worked, except she was a beautiful woman, and uh, some of the other, it says some of uh, Pharaoh's people, officials, when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, said, hey, Pharaoh, dude, you got to check out this, this girl that just walked into town, and I don't know. How old was she at this point? How old was Sarah? She was up there, wasn't she, at this point?
1: She must have aged well. Yeah.
0: But she was still, she was, uh, she was no spring chicken. She was, she was getting up there. So was Abraham. But so uh, they said, hey, Pharaoh, this girl, oh man, she came into town. You've got to check her out. <laughs> and I mean, it's Pharaoh. So he's like, yeah, spring bring her to me. And then, uh, you know, that all went down and then he gets, he gets sick, right? does it he get like a disease? Pharaoh, mm. he, yeah, the Lord inflicted serious disease on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarah. So Pharaoh summoned Abram, uh, what have you done to me? Why didn't you tell me she was <laughs> your wife? What's gonna, you know, this is, this is not your sister. And, and Abram's like, well, she's kind of my half sister. I mean, is that, you know, so he's, he's pretty much probably like really uh, hoping that he's not going to lose his life because he lied to, the Pharaoh. It wasn't like just some yeah. Joe off the street. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's my sister." And Joe was like, "Hey, that's my wife now." And he's like, oh, <laughs> "Dang it, that didn't work out so well." It was fa- it was the Pharaoh. So uh, he got a you know
1: citizen number one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, so they left obviously, but interesting when when uh, the pastor was talking. Actually, I could probably link the uh, the sermon on on the on the podcast notes too mm. when he was talking about. He was like. When they left, they got to keep like all the treasure, all the things that Pharaoh had given Abram for his his wife, pretty much. Which you know, <laughs> uh, and uh, so that kind of plays into the next funny part of the story. So, uh, <laughs> so first, um, so Abraham, do you do you have a, a a history of what God had promised Abraham before this story? Mm. I'm trying to just put you on the spot in Genesis.
1: Yeah. No, actually, all I was thinking about when you were telling that story is, um, uh, I'm trying to think. It was a sitcom I was watching one time, and uh, <laughs> the the guy was like a the guy was like a normal looking guy, and the girl was really beautiful.
0: Oh yeah, that's lots of sitcoms.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. I know. And and they were talking about how in every relationship there's a reacher and a settler. Yeah. So so, like Abraham is the reacher. He like he got this beautiful girl, and he's you know he's nothing to look at, and so she settled for him. But anyways, yeah. I I apologize. That's where my mind was going. No, that totally
0: works.
1: He was was the reacher. She was the the settler.
0: And, uh, yeah, definitely once in a while, like on, uh, on Facebook, those feeds will come up like celebrities that married down or, you know. Things like yeah. That. And you look at celebrity pictures and you're like, well, they must have a good relationship because <laughs> that girl's <laughs> definitely not the same level as that guy or that guy's not. Like that guy is super happy when he marries a supermodel and he, you know, doesn't look yep. amazing. Yeah. So... <laughs> It happens sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it happened in the Bible. So it, love doesn't see love doesn't see outward beauty. You know, no. that's that's probably some kind of biblical truth. There, there's probably I mean, some like yeah, I think so. Some some Bible God verse about the heart, there you go. Yeah, so, to, do, yeah, so do the ladies. You the know? beauty, the beauty from within. The words. <laughs> yep. say, I don't know some kind of Bible verse. I read I read mm-hmm. Genesis. You know, I didn't read all those other ones. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so this is the other part. So this is this is so that was kind of like abram's bad idea obviously right so uh it kind of makes me feel good that uh down the road sarah kind of had a bad idea too i mean yeah you know evens out uh but actually going back to this so i'm thinking there is no situation where we would be put in where we had to make some kind of choice like that you know what i mean like so you, you fear for your wife's safety and your own safety so much so that you kind of deny you guys are together in a way. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like not something that we have to deal with, thank goodness, because that would be super difficult for lots of reasons. First of all, I don't think I'd want my wife, you know, going up to the pharaoh and being be with the pharaoh because I'd be like, man, that was a really bad <laughs> life choice. I am really that yeah. was not good. And then I, I wonder if Abraham, had, like in his mind, was thinking, oh, "I wonder, I wonder what God's gonna do to me. Like, this cannot be good for my relationship with God." And then, uh, I mean, it worked out because God still blesses him, and he, uh, I guess, well, he definitely intervenes and he causes Pharaoh to get, you know, sick. But then I, I feel like he probably he intervenes in that Pharaoh came back and was like i'm sorry i didn't mean to do this you know kind of thing and he's like again he's pharaoh like he's the man you know and he came back and was like i'm sorry you know he didn't apologize that, but he was like i didn't know just please leave so i cannot be sick anymore and take yep. your beautiful wife with her with you uh and here's a whole he's whole bunch not worth of, it <laughs> yeah there's a whole bunch of treasure Here's a whole bunch of, you know, all the things that you need to move on with your life. And so, so coming down, uh, here we go. Let me read the next part. So, Sarah, Sarah was kind of impatient and God said to Abraham, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to, you know, multiple generations. It's going to be amazing. You're going to rock it and it's going to be good things for you. And uh, so this wasn't happening, and not happening quick enough for Sarah, and Sarah got kind of bummed. And I mean, I'm sure uh, you've known couples in ministry in your life that, you know, they want to have kids, and they just try and try and, you know, do mm-hmm. all kinds of things, and they have all kinds of, you know, medical treatments and all these other things, and it's yeah. just not going well. And I think I have uh, one of my best friends from high school, um, she was... Kind of in that, in that situation. And it was just super, it was, it was sad for me because I knew she wanted to be a mom. Like that was like, she was like super excited. She was like, yes, I want to be a mom. You know, they got married about the same time we did. When, you know, they were pretty young and it just, they just weren't able to have kids for a super long time. And it was like, when yeah. I, when I would see her, you know, they come home for Christmas or whatever. And, and I was just like sad. and I was like, man, I, I really want them to have kids because. It's awesome to see your friends just be excited about having kids. And I think yep. – uh, so they end up getting pregnant, and they were like, yeah, it's exciting. you know." They, and they – now I think they have they have three kids or four kids. I think three mm. kids. Do they have four? I don't know. I'm looking at something thinking that it's going to give me the answer, but it's not. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> they have a beautiful family, and it's amazing to see them. Mm. I see their pictures all over. She does all kinds of, like, marathons and – Tough mutters and all this stuff, and uh, yeah, so it it was great to see. So Sarah, get back to Sarah. We're bringing back around. We're gonna make. Oh no, we got good timing. Uh, So Sarah, (laughs) I'm wondering also this conversation. So Sarah has this great idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a conversation coming right here. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: part of me thinks like Abraham. I mean, seriously, straight up, we're you know we're guys. We're a guys podcast. Straight up, Abraham's probably thinking. This is the best idea you've ever had, honey. Yes. (laughs) I'm all for it. Let's, yeah. So here it is. So it says, uh, in Genesis chapter six, that's still PG rated. We're still PG rated. You know, chapter, uh, Genesis chapter 16, verse 16 says, Now Sarah, Abraham's wife, had born, born him no children, but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar. So mm-hmm. well let's just pause there for a second. So one of the correlations that uh, the pastor made in the sermon that I was listening when I was at the church is uh, the Egyptian slave was part of the kind of what the Pharaoh had given them, I would guess. Did you think? Oh, yeah,
1: I never really thought about
0: that. I was like oh,
1: I never yeah. did I've never thought about that either, but yeah, yeah that's probably where she came from.
0: I mean, Egyptian slave, they were in Egypt. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's what I would, that's what he was saying. So Sarah, uh, Abraham. Uh, so she said to Abram, the Lord has kept me from having children. Which is probably pretty sad. You know, one of those like, mm-hmm. Abram's like, okay, here's one of those conversations that we know we have to have, but it's going to be difficult. She says, go sleep with my slave. Perhaps I can build a family through her. And I picture Abraham being like, mm-hmm. You're "Dope! Oh, oh, oh! Hey!" You mean bro. her? Oh, oh. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, because he can't seem too, you know, anxious. But uh, yeah, in, in my mind, like, like your mind was wandering to the uh, cute guys with not so cute girls or cute girls. My mind wanders to um, the governor of the state I live in. Why can't we can say his name? I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to get in trouble. Uh, and you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I live in California. He used to be the governator, they called him.
1: And mm-hmm. I'm thinking
0: about him and how he ended up having a relationship with a, a the babysitter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder if he was thinking like, Abraham did it. I mean. You know, I kind of doubt it, but it just kind of it, it feels like in my mind I'm playing like a a a, 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 um, a conversation in the voice of that guy with yeah. his wife.
1: very distinctive voice.
0: Yeah, and maybe when I'm reading this, I'm kind of hearing his voice in in Abraham. Maybe I don't know. So. <laughs>
1: But all it says so is. When he, he, when he heads off to her tent, he says, I'll be back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll be back. You know. Oh boy. Yep. Get through the chopper. <laughs> Anyways, we won't say his name, but everyone knows who he is now. Anyways, it doesn't really say a lot after that. He says, uh, perhaps I could build a family through her. And mm-hmm. Abram agrees to what Sarah said. Uh, Yes. Of course. Abraham agrees. <laughs> like, come on. He's a dude. Like, Come on. Like, did she have any question? Was he going to not agree to this? He wants family. He wants kids. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so Abraham had been in Canaan 10 years. Sarah's wife took a different slave Hagar and gave her to her husband to be his wife. He slept with her and she conceived. There again. How frustrating is that for Sarah? Like, it doesn't say, you know, after three months or it's like, he slept yeah. with her and boom, she was pregnant. Bam, like, there it happens. Sarah's got to be like yep. ah. In the back of my mind, I th- I wonder if Sarah was thinking like maybe she can't have kids, and maybe it's Abraham that has got. The yeah, problem. maybe
1: it's him, right? You know what I mean? I wonder. And maybe that you know what? And maybe that um, her ill will towards her, you know, yeah. Maybe that was some of it, you know, because she thought maybe this will prove if it's I have me. kids, great. If I don't, it turn and it turns out to be Abraham, then we'll know it was him. I can yeah. be mad at
0: him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, w- I wonder how uh, how that is. So um, so that's kind of the, the that's, that's a strange story. I mean, that's mm-hmm. like first of all, I'm not really sure how the slave girl was approached. I mean, she was a slave, so but i wonder I wonder what her thoughts were too. So I like to look at the yeah. characters and I I like to think, okay, I wonder what she was thinking. Like, did she have you know a special slave boy, I don't know, another guy that she was kind of like hanging out with, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden her, you know, the person she the lady she worked for, she was a, who was in charge of her, was like, hey, you're gonna go be with my husband who was not yeah. a young guy either you know, he was not no, no, he was not uh, it was not like hooray for her as it was yeah. for him <laughs> he was like, alright, let's make a baby <laughs> she was like, Yo. oh so anyway, so um, so that was uh, good points. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of an interesting uh, story that uh, that we were talking about. So kind of a a serious, more serious, like think about how God works question that I came away with. Yeah. and actually that was in the sermon too. Is um, so she runs away. I mean, I guess we can, if people haven't read the story, like I said, Genesis sixteen. So I'll read. I'll read some other parts. So um, here we go. When she became pregnant, she just dis- she began to be despised by Sarah. So Sarah, yeah, like you said, was getting kind of down on her. Yeah. Then she said to Sarah said to Abraham, "You are responsible for the wrong, and you put your I put my slave in your arms, and now she knows she's pregnant. She despises me. So it sounds like the slave, like Hagar, was kind of like, eh, me. I got a baby. Yeah. You don't. You know. I don't know. However they. Like, Kind of taunt each other, so mm-hmm. <laughs> your slave is in your hands. Abram said, "Do whatever you think is best." Uh let's, So Sarah mistreated Hagar. She was like, "Yeah, you want to be mean? You want to be all I'm pregnant and you're not? Well, now you're going to have to, you know, now you just pulled gardening duty, kind of, you know, grandma. Kinda, yeah, right. There's a, there's a little bit of a happy or a happy Gilmore in there for you. You know, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah." Yes. Okay. Good. You're my like, world now. Yeah. You're in my world now, Grandma. Oh, your your hands hurt. Well, now your back's gonna hurt. So go out to the fields and pick weeds, and yep. uh, do what you think is right. So Sarah mistreated her, and she fled. So first of all, slave girl, pregnant, and now she runs away. I'm pretty sure that in that culture, that's a no-no. That's like three strikes. Yeah, like you don't. Yep. That's bad. That's bad news. So the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring in the desert. There was a spring besides the beside a road. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Hagar, slave of Sarah, wha, Where have you come from? And where are you going? It's like where have you come from? Yeah, uh, I'm run. I wasn't gonna do. I was gonna do like a hoedown dance, but you, you're familiar with that. <laughs> I mean, you got lots of, you know. Oh, yeah. You got that. In we Indiana. invented that. That's like the, the, like, the like, capital of, come on, let's go raise a barn and we invented that here. Yeah. we get way <laughs> off track. But that's why I have, you know, the Bible right here that I can come back to. Okay. <laughs> Remind myself. I'm reading them. Okay. Uh, the angel, uh, I'm running away, she says to this angel. So this is an interesting mm-hmm. uh, interaction because a lot of the angel interactions people are scared and it's like the angel of lord yeah. appeared and she was freaked out and she like wanted to run but this was like the angel of lord found her there's a little bit mm-hmm. of hmm it's, it's a it's a pondering moment does the yep. angel of the lord really have to find someone okay pondered over yeah it's <laughs> yeah, interesting Good question
1: yeah hmm. It's a beard scratcher. It's a, oh,
0: oh! There, there's, a, there's there's, some kind of new. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Whenever we ponder anything, we have to go like this. No.
0: And that's what Shauna says. She said, did you, my wife, she says, did you grow a beard so you can do this when you're thinking? Because sometimes I'll just kind of like, I'll be thinking, but she doesn't know. And she's like, what? And I was like, oh, I'm thinking. So since I've, you know, since she said that now, I'm like,
1: hmm. Yeah. I'm now, that's the international symbol for thinking. I am thinking. This is
0: this is my beard joking thinking face. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so the Lord of the, the the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring, and she said, hmm. "What's going on?" She said, well, "She mistreated me," um, and he said, "Hagar, uh, where have you come? Where have you come from?" Okay, I'm running away. She says. Then the angel said, "Go back and submit to her." The angel added, "I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count." So, first of all, Hagar seemed like she got kind of got a bum deal at first, but then mm-hmm. the angel of the Lord came and said, "Hey, yeah, she Sarah is. You know, she's not a peach. She's not treating you super well, but mm-hmm. I'm going to bless you." Mm-hmm. And I think about that, I'm like. That is super interesting to me. And if, if, yeah, we were the, the, the theologian Bible guys, we would be like, hmm, well, what does that say about the angel of the Lord? What does mm-hmm. that say about that wasn't the original plan? So, yeah. uh oh, there's another example of God changing his mind. The angel of the Lord, yep. you know, works for God, yeah, pretty much. And that's an interesting topic that we'll probably tackle at some point because there's so many situations. People like to say, you know, God's plan is set in stone. It's written. You know, it's like, well, actually, yeah. this is an example of, well, the, the plan changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, this was the plan and then it, it got changed. And it says, go back to your mistress and submit to her. And the angel of the Lord also said to her, you are now pregnant. you will give birth to a son. You will name him Ishmael. The Lord will, has heard your misery. Uh, He will be a wild donkey of a man. His hand will be against everyone and everyone's hand against him. So pretty much said, uh, your boy is going to kind of have a hard time. Not that it's going to help her feel any better. But yeah, he did have a hard time. It was not uh, all, uh, you know, rainbows and sunshine for that poor guy. No. So um, so the last point, um, before we kind of start to wrap up a little bit, the last point that came like shining in my face from this story was, uh Hagar, the Egyptian slave Was not a follower of Christ She was not a, She didn't believe in God You know, she mm-hmm. not necessarily have that Understanding of who God was Right And, and she lived in the house You know, Abram's house She probably saw the sacrifice She She saw, she understood parts of the culture But to me it's like She was used by God And the angel mm-hmm. of the Lord appeared to her and yeah. as a pastor, I like to think about, you know, all those, you know, the people that I come in contact with don't have a faith, that don't go to church, that are just kind of like down on church or just just write it off altogether. And how right. I wish I could just kind of, you know, send, you know, like a, a I don't even know, what, like a like a, a God Graham. Like, hey God, there's this guy I met. He's kind of down. Why don't you just like send an angel to speak to him so he knows you're real. And, you know... His Mm -hmm. life would be way better because she didn't know. And now she, she, after this, she, she was blessed and she was, you know, had all these kids and she had great things going on. And I'd like to hope uh, again that she realized there is something bigger than me. And yeah, I'm a slave from Egypt, but I am in this situation now and I could, you know, understand who God is and I can grow because she's kind of already got to connect. Like, I don't know if the angel came back to her or if, you know, she had him on, you know, speed dial or camel dial, whatever they had, whatever. She could just yep. make a fire and he's going to appear. I don't know. But it just feels like that is encouraging to me because if, if you don't believe in God, you don't have that faith and God will seek you out. I mean, it says the angel of the Lord sought her out. And...
1: It, it does seem to go further than just um you know there's the scripture about god makes the rain fall on the righteous and the unrighteous and the sun to rise on both and i mean mm-hmm. he, i think he clearly blesses people whether they believe or not but this is a a unique situation isn't it that the angel yeah. of the lord appeared to her and yeah. and blessed her in great ways and and yeah and she even i mean i guess it wasn't her plan that diverted from God's original plan. I mean, she was a slave girl. She did what she was told, but um, but it is it's interesting that he grafted her in in, in some ways into a, a a plan of blessing, and that is pretty cool.
0: It is, yeah. So, um, so then was- I was thinking <laughs> back too, real quick.
1: You know, you were talking about, um, uh, I mean, I feel like we know. I think we, I feel like we know more about, um, fertility and, 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 uh, you know, conceiving children and stuff more than we, they did, obviously. Yeah. Um, God's, you know, it, it was, it was said, God, you know, God hasn't blessed me with children. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I guess I just go back and I think about how, like we were just talking about, is this Abraham's fault or is it my fault, you know? And yeah. wondering how much they knew or how much they thought they knew and um, and if it is God that blessed them to have kids I mean I mean he still allowed it to happen with Hagar you know yeah. and if he if he didn't want that to happen he would he could have very easily stopped it from happening exactly you know? yeah when they when they went ahead and jumped the gun on the big plan yeah um, because of a lack of faith
0: you know right. They were just anxious, um, they are anxious. Yeah,
1: they were just anxious, Yeah, and, and going back, you said, you know, you've known people that have been very anxious to have kids. I've known people in my circles that have tried and tried and tried and done everything to have kids, and stopped, adopted a kid, and then, and then bam, they kids. started having their own kids. Oh,
0: yeah. You know? my, my mom did daycare for, I don't know, 30 years, and there was a couple yeah. that she knew that they adopted a little girl when we lived in San Francisco. They adopted a little girl, and I think they ended up having like two or three kids after that. Yeah. And and it's just, <laughs> I mean, it's basic biology, I think. How we're made is when you get tense like that and you just get like so anxious, I think it's harder for, you know, I don't sure. know, I'm obviously not a doctor, but from my experience, it seems like once you kind of calm it down, I mean, even for, for me and, uh, and Shauna, when, uh, we were trying for our first child, we were like, you know, six, nine months every month, you know, checking the, getting the test. And, and then, uh, yep. we, moved, we moved and, you know, we just kind of, I started a job, she started a job and things started to kind of roll and it wasn't a hundred percent like right at the front of her mind anymore. And then bam, there comes Jaden. Yep. I was like,
1: yeah.
0: And it was actually, <laughs> she would end up, t- it was like probably one of the first tests that she had taken where I wasn't, you know, with with her and we weren't like, you know, praying about it and it was all kind of, we were trying to make it a, you know, couple's thing. It was like, yeah. she felt sick. And so she took a test and then it was positive. She's like, Oh geez, now I got to tell Jonathan, <laughs> that's a whole story. We could, we could do a whole podcast about that, but uh, maybe,
1: and you know what, maybe just relaxing and yeah. letting God do his thing is an act of faith.
0: You know? Yeah. What's uh And I thought something funny, you know? Yeah, exactly. But. I think, uh, definitely being calm about having kids and and just allowing god to be in control and trying i mm-hmm. know i mean for us it, it didn't take you know super super long to have our first kid and then uh we shauna didn't want you know another kid for for a long time she was like hey we, we got we got a good girl here. I mean, you know, and and I I really wanted... Why mess with that? Yeah, I really wanted another child. And actually, originally I wanted four kids. Um, And then when I got called into ministry, we realized, "Mm, four kids is not going to be super easy. So we we definitely wanted two. And uh, and so it took five... So she's nine and she's 14. Yeah, five years. It took about five years. Probably three years for sure the last couple years i just kind of accepted like it is what it is you know in god's timing kind of thing i just kind of let it go a little bit in in some ways and then we were uh we were i remember we were on a bike ride and she told me she said i think i'm ready to have a have another kid and i was like i was trying not to like you know get too crazy excited because I didn't want to like freak her out. I was like, yeah, that sounds great. You know, you,
1: you were like and, Abraham. And you're like,
0: yeah, you know, if that's what you want. That's yeah, you, want. you know. I've <laughs> seen the slave girl around. Uh, you know. I mean, it's, it's your idea
1: if that's what it, you yeah, want. You know, you know what, know?
0: honey? I'm trying to respect your idea. I had the terrible <laughs> idea of making you my sister. This sounds like a good idea. So I'm going to. You know, and <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> So, uh, so she decided, she's like, yeah, maybe we can have another kid. And I was like, oh, that's great, you know? And so, um, we, uh, I think she just went off, you know, went off birth control. And I was going on a, a trip. I went, well, I was actually going to Mexico. <laughs> I go to Mexico. And I've been there quite a bit. A few good. times, haven't Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Mex- and I got back from Mexico and she told me she was pregnant. And I was like, whoa, wait. You just, the, get, Dude. Okay, but I think uh I think it was the same thing with you know God's timing. It was like, yeah, she had opened her heart up and was like, I think I'm ready to have you know have as much love as I have for this girl for another child. And mm-hmm. you know, God blessed us, and right away she got pregnant, and it was amazing. Amen. I love my kids. I mean, my girls are are awesome. So they are um, awesome. They are. I you know they're funny and they make me laugh. And my youngest daughter. <laughs> Now we're talking about daughters, which is fine because that's kind of what we said we were talking about on our Beard. Bible Beardcast is we're going to talk about Bible. We've got daughters. Stuff. and so We're going to talk yes. about beards, and we're going to talk about our daughters. And uh, we talked a little bit about our wives, a tiny bit. But my youngest daughter, Addison, she just started – she got an eye touch for her birthday in uh, March, and she's been learning texting. Um, and so at first, she was texting everyone. like She was on mm-hmm. the messenger. She could only text from home because that's where we have internet. And she right. was on the messenger, all texting all um, you know, all our family. It was mostly just our family. I think now it's still just our family. She texts all the time, and so which is so different from my 14-year-old. My 14-year-old, I'll text, hey, you know, this song came like the other day, this this uh Hamilton, she's really into Hamilton. She's like, I said, Hey, Hamilton came up on my Pandora and I've been thinking of you. And she texted back, lost. And I was like, lost. And I was like, I was just saying I was thinking about it. She's like, okay, but I was like, okay. Well, that's a fourteen-year-old texting. I guess that's what I get in some way. And then yeah. uh, my youngest daughter Addison, so she'll text me in the morning, "Good morning, Dad. How's it going?" And I'm like, good, running errands. And then at night, "Good night. Have a great night." And I'm like, oh. So even at home, you know, she gets ready for bed, and you know, we're working on something. She'll text us. She's like, "I'm ready for bed. I'm in bed. Come tuck me in." It was like. Okay, I'll be right there. So I tried to incorporate the if we're in the house, uh come and talk to us instead of text us. And yeah. I think the way that she got around that is she doesn't want to get back out of bed because I always tell her, you know, when she gets out of bed, I call her, you know, the the stally the Stolly McStallster. So like, you're stalling yep. again. And I, so I think yep. that's how she's like, You can't get mad if I'm texting you when I'm in, ready for bed because you don't want me to get out of it. So yep. So she's adorable. So now she sends me like little emojis and little gif videos and all these fun things so um cool. I, I still work on Jaden. I, I still text her you know as much as not as much as i can every once in a while i'll you know take a picture of something like she wants to get a, a beach cruiser bike and i took a picture and she's like nice i'm like oh okay yeah well thank you for the feedback
1: they <laughs> have they have to they have to be all aloof and everything
0: yeah you know i'll talk to you later it. And I know you text because I see you texting all day long with your friends. So you can't tell me you're not a texter. So anyways, <laughs> I love them. That was a, a huge rabbit trail. But I would say the nuggets of truth that came out from our Bible Beard cast today mm-hmm. uh, would be uh, make smart decisions. Obviously, I mean, that's kind of a, you know, be patient. Be patient. Yep. Like, wait on the Lord. I'm sure that's a Bible verse too. Sure. And just know that, uh, God will bless you when it is time for Him to bless you. I mean, you can't rush it. You gotta, you gotta allow God to work in your life and you gotta have that connection enough to allow Him to work in your life.
1: You can, you can wait and let Him do His thing or you can complicate it and try doing your own thing for a while still going to turn out probably the way he's, he's going to have a go, but you know, exactly. Why, why why complicate things further than they need to be?
0: Right. Yeah. And, um, just kind of in closing here, I said that already, but in, in this move, uh, we weren't planning on moving, you know, Mm -hmm. six months ago. Uh, but when China and I really talked about it, we started to pray about it. We started to really think about, um, what the reasons were we weren't wanting to move or we weren't thinking about moving, um, we kind of came to maybe, you know, we take kind of baby steps and just kind of test it out and see if it's possible, what it would look like. And and once we started to do that and kind of, you know, once we started to kind of open up and open to the idea of, well, maybe God has something bigger for us, it was just a super like race you know, we are trying to keep up with all the things that you know, all the different ways that God is blessing us, and and it's showing that He's got His hand in what we're doing. I mean, I we got a place, uh, a, a amazing you know house right away that we're going to rent for a little while before we buy a house. Mm-hmm. I there was a couple of different high schools I looked at, and the one that I really felt like Jane would thrive at, she got into. And I mean, there's all like I got these couple of different interviews that are very specific to you know. Uh, the ministry that I've been in, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's just just been amazing. And, you know, I feel like this story came to me, you know, when I was in church. It it came at the right time because I needed to kind of hear, you know what, Abraham made some bad choices, and he was, you know, kind of did some things that were a little like, why would you do that? And then Sarah kind of had some bad ideas, and, you know, eventually it all came around when they started to, like, listen to God and trust. Mm -hmm. They were able to accomplish what they were out to, you know, accomplish. And I feel like that that can be, you know, tied into to what we're experiencing now. And I mean, just uh with with Shauna's stuff and Illustrated Faith, there's so many times where, you know, she's just kind of not even been seeking something or been looking for something Mm -hmm. new or for, you know, anything like that. And it's just come to her because she is like so connected to what she's doing and she believes so much in what she's doing that i feel like god is being like you believe in it i'm gonna give it to you you know full strength there's no diluting it like get ready because <laughs> you're going on this crazy ride and it's gonna be amazing and we're just uh we're, we're enjoying it so and i mean awesome even, even the crews meeting you i mean that was a that was an awesome experience you know so now we get to do this podcast we get to hang out yeah even if only twenty people listen, that's still twenty people that, that were listening to us
1: two months ago. You think that was part of his plan that we would be yes. on a ship at the same time? And I would definitely say so.
0: And uh,
1: rubbing our beards, exactly and yeah. contemplating his word, With and the, the drink of the day,
0: <laughs> the drink of the day, and you know that was uh, that was a good time. That was a, that was a great cruise. So yep. all right, well, let's wrap this up. I'm not sure when we're going to be able to record again. So um, we'll just kind of keep in contact. Um, yep. To our audience, we thank you, 20 people or 25 people, <laughs> however many people have downloaded our podcast. We thank you for sticking with us. Our first yes. our, ep- our episode zero was super rough. It just There was a lot of different things that went on, and it ended up having zero intro or outro. The intro was me. Uh, <laughs> here we go. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, so I might try to fix it. But we're learning and uh, you know, podcasting is podcasting and we're trying to figure it all out and we're trying to keep yeah. You know, we're trying to respect our, our time frame. We kinda of went over a little. We're trying to go forty five minutes, we're at forty seven, so we're good. We're not not too far over. So thank you all for listening. And I'm Jonathan for the last time in California. And I'm Mike, and
1: I'm probably still going to be in Indiana for a while.
0: <laughs> and we thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Bible God. Beardcast. Woo-hoo-hoo. God bless everybody. I got a beard. I like your beard. I'm so glad you approve. Yeah, right. Grizzly Adams had a beard. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Got me a beard. He's a man. He had a beard.
1: Fake Damien Spear!